Welcome to the Sing Better Fast podcast, the podcast exclusively for serious and passionate vocalists. You are now part of a professional group of smart and motivated singers who want to become masters of the voice and inspire millions with our music. Get all of our podcast episodes, notifications for upcoming events, new podcast releases, and other vocal resources at singbetterfast.com. Now here are your hosts, Jamie Vendera and Ben Valen. Hey! That's really distorted, ain't it? Hey, singers! Step into his limb, Jim! Okay, we're going to do it like that. Hey, singers! Welcome back to the Sing Better Fast podcast here with Jamie Vendera and Ben Valen. I'm your host, Jamie Vendera, and so is Ben Valen. I don't know why I'm so stupid. Welcome back to Sing Better Fast. <laughs> you know, Just having fun. We want to continue on uh, with our last topic, which is criticism. We Last time we covered external criticism external criticism kind of jumping back to that caffeine uh podcast we had no i haven't had caffeine today either but let's cover today internal or self-criticism because we do get a lot of singers who email us and say you know i'm never going to get any better and i suck and i'm stuck and da 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 da. i've been there i've done that heck i done that recently with my guitarist scott i said i'm done I suck. I'm never going to be able to sing a song. And he, he looks at me, he laughs. <laughs> Shut up and let's start at the beginning. <laughs> that was it. Okay. <laughs> then, then it was fine. So we are our own worst critic. And Benny, I'm sure you got some stories to share with everybody. So I'll let you take the reins. Where I want to start is, is the self-criticism. And I think for lots of singers... Anytime we sing anything, it could be practice, you know, solo vocal practice. It could be performance, a performance. It could be a rehearsal with our band, whatever. We tend to overanalyze ourselves and then harshly judge and criticize everything we do. It's a good thing to pay attention to your technique and it's a good thing to listen to yourself. But at the point where it becomes paralyzing, that's too much. Like if you hit listen to yourself sing all the time and you constantly think, oh, that's terrible. Oh, that's terrible. I don't even know why I practice or why I bother. This is just terrible. I should just quit singing. If it gets to that point, that's too much. And a lot of singers will wake up in the morning and they know they have to practice someday and they shut themselves right at the start of the day. They wake up thinking, okay, I need to practice today. Guess I'll start my warm-ups. It's been a week. I haven't noticed any improvement. Why am I doing this? I don't even have a band yet. This is a waste of time. And no one has told you these things. You're telling yourself these things when you wake up in the morning. <laughs> That's not a great way to start your day. And so if you think that way, I encourage you to not think that way. And so we have a, there are a lot of ways that singers get in their own way with attitude, with sort of negative, destructive thoughts. Um, and that's something we really need to be aware of and try to work on. And we also have, for, for people who have the V24 program, you can check out the vocal success strategies video, which came with the vocal, uh, with the V24 program. And in the vocal success strategies video, we spend a couple hours talking about this uh, and related topics. So I encourage each singer, yes, you should analyze your own technique. You should think about ways you can improve. You should uh, stick to it. But the but when, you, when you start telling yourself, 
I'm bad. I'm never going to get any better. This is terrible. This is a waste of time. That sort of stuff. That's only getting in your way and you're doing it to yourself. No, I totally agree. Um, I, I, every morning that I get up to go work out, I immediately turned on the, the ultimate vocal warm up, which you can get for free. Uh, we have it in week one of EVA. And there's some mornings I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this. <clears throat> but I go through the motion and get into it so I can awaken, awaken my voice. But a lot of people, and I see this even now with students. I, in fact, I had a student email several questions over the last couple of weeks. And, you know, they're really working hard. And this last lesson, I'll tell they're really growing. But there's questions like, well, Jamie, when I go high, <clears throat> my voice is hurting. And I don't know if I'm doing it wrong. And I'm like, well, do you remember last week when I said, if you go up to a certain note and it's high and it hurts your voice, you're doing it wrong. Don't go there. Here's the steps to correct it and, and to grow. <clears throat> so if singers don't have any guidance from a coach, they may fall into that self-criticism uh, pathway like really quick. You know, oh, my throat hurts. Oh, oh I can't sing uh, with Beyonce or with Steve Perry. Therefore, I suck. I'm never going to get there. I've been taking voice lessons for three months. I've only gained one note. What's going on? Uh, you know, we're all physical instruments, so we're going to grow at different rates. But we can't let that that internal ticker tape lead our lives. You know, you have and we, we actually kind of talk about a lot of this in past podcasts. We're very mindset type people, you and I. Um, and you you have that choice to either turn it into a positive or turn it into a negative. Well, people always ask me, how have you done so much, Jamie? How'd you get out on nap? How'd you get on Mythbusters? How'd you write Raise Your Voice? How'd you work at Dream Theater? Because I didn't let that inner criticism bog me down. I didn't let anyone tell me I couldn't. Now, it did almost one time. I remember Jim Gillette called me on the phone and said, you want to be on TV? I'm like, yeah, doing what? Shattering a glass with your voice. And that ticker tape said, oh, no, you can't do that. You've never done it before. And my brain was saying, absolutely not. But Jim is my coach. And I never let this guy down. So my lips said, absolutely. Though I didn't believe it at the time because that criticism was getting me. <clears throat> but imagine if I didn't. I, I would have still been a vocal coach, but none of you would have known me. Uh, because that actually catapulted me to work even harder. So you are the master of your own criticism. And you have to decide how you're going to handle it. Reminds me of a, uh, a saying, and that is, you control your emotions. Don't let your emotions control you, right? And if you think, if you tell yourself all the time, you know, I'm no good, then that's that's not a good place to be. You also, you can't run around telling yourself, I'm the greatest thing ever. I'm the best singer on the planet, blah, blah, blah. I mean, if, if that's not true, then then you're probably following for the Dunning-Kruger effect, which we talked about in the last episode. But you, you need to just kind of, the way I think of it is have a, an accurate assessment of where you currently are as a singer. Don't overstate it to yourself or other people. Don't understate it to yourself or other people. Just know that here's where I am, here's where I'm trying to go, and then do what it takes to get there. Well, I'm screwed then because I'm always like, I'm no good, I'm no good, I'm no good, <laughs> baby, I'm no good. You know, I'm always <laughs> thinking that. No, I'm, I'm, always, I'm always positive. Even when I'm down and I'm tired, I'm always positive. You can't tell me I can't do something because it makes me mad. 
that's my, you know, after that incident with my friend at 14 years old, knocking me down, it was over after I grew out of that. I even, we've heard this story before when my first vocal coach said, well, really she was my second one. Had a couple lessons with another lady who was actually really smart. And I just didn't understand that at the time. But this lady had said, your voice cracks on a knee. You're never going to sing any higher than, unless you're in falsetto. It's a done deal. You're a bass. Live with it. And, you know, if somebody else would have taken that criticism and pulled it inside and lived with internal criticism and then looked in the mirror every day and said, you know what? I'm a bass. I might as well live with it. I'm stuck with a knee. But I said, forget that. And I actually used to do this. This is actually a good way to break out of uh, internal criticism. I would look in the mirror at myself ever since I was a teenager. And I talked to myself and it was basically like not, you know, not coaxing myself, but I would look at you and me and say, Hey, you can sing high. Nobody controls you. You can sing Vinnie Vincent Invasion. You can sing a bullet boys. And that is what led me. I, I did it on my first TV show when I'm looking in the mirror and I'm praying to God and everything. I'm like, I'm not going to do this. And this voice is saying, yes, you are. And I'm looking in the mirror thinking, yes, you are. You're going to do an amazing job. And I did. You have to almost psych yourself out. You got to believe, and I'll, I'm always visualizing. You know me, I'm a very visual person. If you've read Raise Your Voice. So um, you can overturn that internal criticism, but it is up to you. Definitely. And for the, I think in the book, hold on, give me a second. Let me pull it up. So I have the book, Raise Your Voice, in front of me. I keep this thing on my desk. And for those who aren't familiar, uh, Raise Your Voice is Jamie's book. Uh, he, when did you when did you first put this book out? uh oh four okay yeah so great book over a hundred five star reviews on amazon so much good stuff in here but anyway i'm looking for what chapter i prefer the one star reviews if you want to know the <laughs> truth <laughs> actually some of them are kind of funny yeah they uh, are i like I, the one guy this this page is this has got 30 pages of useful information in it and i, I see criticism don't bother me and i had friends you know some students like oh you shut up you suck you didn't read the book and i'm like leave him alone i got on there so uh, i know you didn't read the book because i know there's at least 32 pages of useful information in there <laughs> you know so and then it, you know let it go all right, I'm just not even going I don't even remember what You're I was going to You're not going to find it in a 400 page book. I don't remember what I was going to say. It's like 400 pages or it something must have been and, <laughs> um, I'm not going to find what I was looking for. But anyway, go ahead check out Raise Your Voice by the way. You also get a free digital copy if you uh, <clears throat> join the their Vocal Academy. So that's really cool. Go ahead. Uh, and I'm not, you know me, I'm, I'm a, Vinny came along and became my partner and he's, he's the reason we have the school and he's the reason we have Sing Better Fast and he's the reason we have V24 and he's the reason we have the 40 pressing questions. He's really, really pushed me, uh, but I'm not a very good marketer uh, to push myself, but uh, I will say, and I'm not trying to make a sell, the positive mindset thing is how my book Unleash Your Creative Mindset came by because People were always asking me, you know, how did you, you know, set a world record? How did you do this? How did you do that? And so I have a method and I actually wrote it in the book because I wake up every day and I ask myself certain questions. Like every day I'm always asking myself, do I have any new ideas? Uh, what will I do today to better myself? So these are little things that you can do, you know, to question your own self every day and challenge yourself to be more than what you were yesterday to overcome that negative thought pattern of yourself. Right. For sure. So as far as self-criticism goes, again, just like with criticism from others, you want to listen to it, see, is there anything useful here? If there is, 
use it. If there's not, throw it out and try to not repeat it. Um, if you are listening to yourself practice and you think, okay, well, my vibrato sounds really erratic here, or I'm not getting this melisma part just right. You know, if, you're, if you have useful information to tell yourself about specifics of your vocal technique or your singing or your performance, that's really good. You should do that. You should try to look, what can I do to be better? If I can pronounce this vowel a little differently, do I want, is, is, is the grit not coming through very clearly? Does it hurt my throat? All of that is great stuff. You definitely want to do that. Don't give yourself the, oh, you're terrible, you know, this is a waste of time stuff. And it's very easy to do that, especially when we hear it from other people. Oh my gosh, it's like the, the last podcast. I said, listen to the language. You just got me thinking. You got destructive. You got constructive criticism. So you can actually be the worst butt to yourself. And you know, you can uh, give yourself destructive criticism. Like, oh, you suck. You're never going to get any better. Or you can give yourself constructive criticism. Like, mm, that lick was a little sloppy. Maybe I should go back and really work on it and maybe figure out what it is on the keyboard and slow it down till I learn it. So you need to pay attention to your own language too. And, uh, you know, or if you're beating yourself up, why? Let's think about it. Really look deeper. And wh why do I always say that every day? Do I suck? You know what? I don't really practice like I should. I hate practice. I'm always putting it off. So, you know, are you the cause of this? So I so, see you got a book in your hand. Yes, I do. So for those for those who don't know, um, I have actually I think I have like a few hundred books on my bookshelf behind <laughs> me as I'm recording. And if you ever hang out on any uh, Vendera Vocal Academy hangouts, you you'll see I normally sit in front of my bookshelf for the hangouts. Um, but so there's a book here. It's called "What to Say When You Talk to Yourself." Powerful new techniques to pr uh, to program your potential for success. And the book is by Shad Homesteader. And the gist of the book is, uh, I'll give you the short version. I do recommend buying it a few bucks on Amazon. Yeah, it looks uh, interesting. I need to uh, get that. The gist of it is if you say negative stuff to yourself, then that reflects itself, that, that shows up in your attitudes, your thoughts, your beliefs, your actions, and your, your, your own opinion of yourself and your life right? If you tell yourself good stuff, that reflects itself in how you think about yourself, your family, your relationships, your actions, your attitudes, and your life. Now, I'm not saying, and the author isn't saying, to just deceive yourself and tell yourself that everything's great all the time. But you can't just, if you run around thinking negative stuff all the time, I mean that's going to affect how you feel throughout the day. That's yeah, just how it is. Life. Right. And if, if, if you feel crappy because of what you tell yourself every day and you do that every day, then your life is going to feel kind of not very nice, right? And also, this is something that we talk about in uh, the Vendera Vocal Academy Hangouts and the Vocal Success Strategies video. And, oh man, Jamie, this would be cool. I want to see if we can get this guy. I don't even know if this guy is still around. Uh, see if we can get this guy on for an interview. That would be awesome. But anyway, so that's that's kind of the gist of what I'm saying. He's a psychologist, you know, so I, I think he kind of knows what he's talking about. But I got to know, is there a book out there for what to say when all these freaking voices in my head keep talking back to me? I don't know <laughs> what to say. There's like a female one, an old man one. And I mean, they're always telling me something and I can't. 
I can't. They're always drowning me out. Sounds like a board meeting. Like <laughs> it's like yeah, just a bunch of people hanging out, having donuts. Hey, you say that. I'm gonna. I don't know if it's a help with criticism, but I'll, I will tell. I'm. This is God's honest truth. I had back when I was writing Raise Your Voice. I used to have these board meetings in my mind, and there I had certain people show up. Um, I had. I remember I had like Jim Gillette show up. Uh, in my imaginary board meeting, I had Tony Harnell from TNT. I had Steve Perry. I forget who else I had. But the ironic thing is, not all of them. Well, Ray West was another one. And, you know, and Jim and I had lost touch uh, at the time. And we got back together around 2004. So this is like an, a one or a two when I'm writing Razor Voice. So I'm having these imaginary meetings in my head every night as I'm writing the book. Like, hey, hey, Tony, what, what would you say about how to approach tone? Hey, Jim, what would you say about, you know, how to get range? Da, 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 da. Well, since then, Tony's one of my best friends. So is Jim. I published uh, one of Ray West's books, and he's really close. I'm really close with him. Didn't ever meet Steve Perry, but I met Stephen O'Jerry. So I actually kind of pulled these people into my life. And I'm not saying it's mystical. I'm saying I was so focused on trying to pick other people's brains and thinking how they might think that I, I brought it into my life and I sought these people out. I interviewed them, and we just made a really good connection. Yeah. So. Um, this really don't have anything to do with, with criticism, but it, for me, it, it did help to get me over hurdles during writing Raise Your Voice where I thought I wasn't writing a good book. It's a good little tangent for us to go on. I do the same thing when it comes to singing. Um, I have a few favorite fitness authors. So if I ever, if I think to myself, I wonder, you know, something about fitness or nutrition or whatever, I just think about, okay, what would this person say? And normally I'm pretty close to, to what they would say. And it's, it's actually really cool to get that feeling. This is not even related to criticism at all, but it is the idea that identify people in your life that you either know personally or people who you would like to know or people who you view as authorities or people who you view as knowledgeable and think, what would my life be like what would I be like? What would I do in order to, to earn the respect of the people that I hold in high regard, right? So for me, the people I hold in high regard, one is Jamie and another one is my husband. And so what would I do in order to earn the respect of these people? And then that affects what I do for these. And I'm very selective of whose opinions about me matter. There is a very small group of people whose opinions actually matter to me. I'll listen to people. I'll talk to people. Sure. The opinions that matter to me are the very few select friends and family members. Um, and then also other singers like in the Academy or our sing better fast listeners. These are the people whose opinions I care about. If you're not <laughs> one of these people, frankly, I'm not too interested in what you think about me, but I think what are the actions that I would take that would earn the respect of the people I respect? What are the types of things that I do that would get positive responses from our academy members? That's one of the reasons why I do so much of this and I read so much and I share so much of what I read is because I think this is useful information for our academy members and our podcast listeners. But the reason I do that is because I, I want the respect of you all. And so I would sort of flip it for the listener, if Jamie is someone you respect, think how would you as the singer behave in order to earn the respect of Jamie? And I'm not saying that Jamie is the grand master guru of singing, but I, for me, he's kind of 
on that level. And so whenever I think I'm not, you know, I'm, ah, I don't really know if I feel like practicing today. I'm thinking, okay, well, what would Jamie think if I skipped another day of practice, you know, and, and Jamie's very nice. He's not like gonna, you know, beat me up too much about it or make me feel terrible. But he, I know Jamie would, would be like, ah, you know, you really should practice, you know, so, so completely unrelated to criticism, but I think this is a good guiding factor, a, gu a way to influence your behavior and what you do throughout the day uh, in order to move you towards more constructive attitudes and behaviors. And you know what? I, I, I remember Tiago Costa, one of our members, I think he, he said something to me like that once upon a time, like you really, I never, before I, I, you know, other people criticized me. I didn't believe myself and you really helped me to believe in myself and his voice is amazing and he's oh, really yeah. grown and he, and he has emailed and said, you know what? It's thinking not in the same words, but basically it's like, I, I loved earning your respect. And that's the type of guy that would earn my respect, uh, opposed to someone's like, well, I'm trying, uh, but I'm not getting anywhere. Well, did you try this one? No, for a couple of days. And I, I get a lot of this. Well, I've read your book. Will you listen to 12 of my songs? Well, if I got time, I'll listen to a few. I usually critique for VBA because I'm so busy. Uh, but then I'll give them some some feedback, and then they don't apply it. You know, with somebody right. like Tiago, he he literally soaks up what I in our critiques because we do critiques in Vendera Vocal Academy. And he's like, wow, I never thought of it like that. You've opened me up. I, and he listens. Right. Uh, to what I have to say. And that's, and I do, I, I have, I have those type of people. You, of course you are one of them. You've, you really helped us to grow and um, you know, it's just, it's all up to you. It's all up to the individual. So related to Tiago, um, I, I bet he's going to be, <laughs> he's going to be blushing or something yep. when he hears this, but I would say that Tiago very much has what I want to talk about in the next uh, podcast, um, the attitude of mastery and refinement. He's very humble. He's very willing to learn. He is, he's very skilled, but he's not arrogant, and he doesn't think, I'm the smartest guy in the room, and now no one can teach me anything. He has the right approach. No matter how good you get at anything, there are always people who can teach you. As we talked about in one of the earlier podcasts, Michael Phelps, the number one Olympic athlete in history, the most gold medals in the Olympics ever. The previous record holder was, I don't know, a thousand years ago or something, 1600 years ago in ancient Greece or something. Michael Phelps beat the record. Michael Phelps has coaches. Michael Phelps has people who help him with his nutrition and his workout programs and his swimming form. He has people he learns from, and he very much has the attitude of mastery and refinement, and he might think, you know, oh, well, I'm the greatest swimmer that's ever lived. And he would be right, but I don't imagine he lets that get in his way from learning from more people. So I know we took a bunch of turns. <laughs> we started out with self-criticism and we took a bunch of little uh, twists and turns in the road, but I think this was good stuff. Jamie, I do want to go ahead and wrap this one up. Do you have anything else to add? No, I think that's pretty good. I think they got a lot to go on. And that's, the, that's our goal at Sing Better Fast, to offer you tips and tricks to help you better your voice. So with that said, I guess we'll see you in the next Sing Better Fast podcast. We're going to wrap it up. So see you next time. Take care. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sing Better Fast podcast. Be sure to subscribe for new podcast releases, events, and other great vocal resources at singbetterfast.com.